On today's episode of the RN to Writer Show, I'm going to talk about background research and specifically how to avoid going down the rabbit hole of over researching. Welcome to the RN to Writer Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes, RN. I built a six-figure writing business in my spare time. Yep, I really did. And today, I teach other nurses and clinicians how to do the same thing. So today, I wanted to talk about an issue that comes up frequently in our coaching programs. In case you're unaware, we have two coaching programs. One is the Complete Guide to Content Marketing Writing for Nurses. That includes 12 weeks of coaching. And then we have our follow-on program, RN to Writer Stat. That includes 52 weeks of coaching. So that you don't have to go through all this alone. You can get my expertise to help you all along the way. And as I said, one of the questions that comes up frequently in these uh, coaching sessions is, How much research do you do before you start writing a piece and during writing a piece? And specifically, how do you avoid going down the rabbit hole of study after study after study, trying to become an expert and really getting into p-values and all that stuff? So today I wanted to um, address that by giving you three things to consider for doing research before and while you're writing a piece. I want to start by saying it's important you not over-research topics before you write about them because you will tank your effective hourly rate. Time is money for us freelancers, right? So let me first explain what the effective hourly rate is. This is the rate you would earn on a project-based price if the client were paying you hourly. That sounds confusing, so let me explain it better. Let's say a client agreed to pay you $1,000 for a blog post, and that blog post ended up taking you four hours to write. If you divide 1,000 by four, you get 250. So that would be your effective hourly rate, $250 an hour. Not too shabby, right? But as you can see, if you invest 20 hours in researching that, whoo, that bottoms out your effective hourly rate to something that's not sustainable. So let me tell you now, let me explain how to corral your research so that you don't spend so much time researching it that you end up making no money on the project. Okay, the first thing to consider when deciding how much time to invest in research is the knowledge level of your audience. If you are writing a piece for an audience that is business to business, so these may be experts in their field, then logically you may need to invest more time in researching the topic so that you can speak to them on a more of a peer level, right? However, if your audience is healthcare consumers, 
you may already possess far more knowledge than they do, so to write that topic, you may not need to invest so much time in researching it. In other words, if you're going to write a piece about heart failure for an audience of people newly diagnosed with heart failure, chances are, as a nurse, you already have a high knowledge level, so you just need to do some research to line up sources for your facts in the article. On the other hand, one of the hardest pieces I personally ever wrote was a white paper on financing mergers and acquisitions in healthcare. Don't ask me what possessed me to take that on because I don't know anything about financing. I had to invest in a ton of research just to learn the language because this was going to be read by an audience of people that that was their everyday business. So in order to write knowledgeably to sound like a peer, I had to invest in a lot of research just to get up to speed on the lingo. So I hope that that gives you an idea of what I mean when I say plan out your research by taking into account the knowledge level of your audience. The second thing to think about is the length of the piece. You know, if you're writing a 500-word article or blog post or sidebar, don't interview six experts for it. I mean, what, you know, what, what would the point of that be, right? Try to make your amount of research commensurate with the length of the piece and the depth that you're going to go into the topic. In 500 words, you are not going to cite a ton of studies about, you know, diabetes. It's just not going to work, right? So take that into account also. Thirdly, take into account what you're getting paid. Now, I'm not saying if you're writing something for a small amount of money that you should do shoddy research and just turn in something that's not very high quality. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying you do have to, from a business standpoint, think about um, what you're getting paid relative to how much research you think you're going to have to do. For example, that white paper I was just talking about on mergers and acquisitions, I could not have afforded to take that on for $500. I mean, I knew that up front. That was a multi-thousand dollar project, and I had to plan out my research activities to make sure that I still earned a good hourly, effective hourly rate on that. So think about, you know, am I making $250 on this, then I need to be very efficient, plan out exactly what I intend to research, and just hit the high points so that I can write a high-quality piece, but again, not go down all those rabbit holes of trying to become a uber expert on this when I really don't have to be, and I, I can't from a business standpoint. So there you have it. That's three tips for learning how to do the appropriate level of research to preserve your effective hourly rate. First of all, plan out your research in advance by taking into account the knowledge level of your audience so that you know going into it how much research you might have to do. Also consider the length of the piece so that you don't over-research you know, based on a short piece as opposed to a long piece. And third, evaluate what you're getting paid so that you can be sure that you research efficiently to keep your effective hourly rate as high as possible.
that's really it. Um, I hope that you found that useful. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the RN to Writer Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes RN. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, keep pitching.